welcome. We are here live today with the dynamic Ben Dreher of Edina Realty out of Hudson, Wisconsin. Ben is licensed in Minnesota, Wisconsin. Thanks for coming today, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I'm wingman, Mr. Stieg Sandell. Nice to be here again and uh, dynamic. dynamic. I don't know what that, I don't really know what that means. We'll get into that dynamic. later. What? <laughs> okay. Who have you been talking to? Yeah. <laughs> Brad, I, Brad I, I got Brad, it's Christmas time for an early Christmas present. I got him a word of the day calendar. <laughs> Today was dynamic. It's all right. So we, we went out for lunch to, the, or to just before he said, this is a dynamic omelet. So now you're a dynamic guest, so I'm hoping for a dynamic uh, podcast today. And we have our dynamic business <laughs> <laughs> development manager, Jessica Von Baron. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, uh, <laughs> we have a lot of female guests, Ben. I don't know how many of you, how many episodes you've listened to, but my go-to word is lovely. Lovely. <laughs> ben is lovely as well. Yeah. yeah. But, um, we'll go with it. We'll just go with dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a little backstory to Ben and how we know Ben. My golf teacher, this mm-hmm. is Michelle Bell. Who, Shout out um, to Michelle. Before we go any further, does Michelle complain about me? Never. <laughs> yeah. How's your three-legged stool doing, She's Brad? Like, you're, the, you're the perfect client. You'll never get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, now we know the secret. Brad's an excellent golfer, yeah. at least by my standards. Yeah. So now we know the secret. It's Michelle. Don't let Michelle listen to this. <laughs> but yeah, through my golf lessons over time, I know all of Michelle's family, and Ben is related. <laughs> So I called on Ben years ago, and yeah, here we sit. So you've got Michelle to thank for this. Yeah. <laughs> All these years, and you <laughs> finally came. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> finally came, yeah. Why doesn't Michelle get her license? She should do it. Her mother was in real estate. Do you think she might think do that someday? Do. I'm hoping. I really am. I, I've, I've put the wheels in motion for that, but uh, we'll see right if she, she wants to do it. Right on. She loves golf. She loves golf, yes. Yeah. So your office is in Hudson. You dine in realty. Tell us kind of... Our listeners, how you got into real estate, and have you only worked at Edina Realty, and yeah, why real estate, and how did you get into it? Oh, and then tell us your deepest, darkest secret after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how long was this? <laughs> Man, I've done a lot of things in my life, but how I got into real estate is I had my own business that was a franchise called Cheers Pablo, and. It just wasn't going to support me and my business partner's dreams of what we wanted to make financially in our lives. And so we decided to to sell it. And as we were transitioning to sale, something with real estate, and actually Michelle was one of them, like everybody kind of asked me to help them look at a house because Mm -hmm. I have a background in construction. Were you a home builder or a carpenter? No, I I own my own flooring company for a while. My dad was a drywall contractor. Growing up, I've done just about every roofs. I've done a lot in the industry and I kind of really know it. So every time people were looking at houses, they were asking me if they would go with them and Mm -hmm. look at the house and tell them what I thought. And I'm like, God, I really should do this for a living. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great background to be an agent. Yeah, so it just kind of fell in my lap, and I'm really glad it did. So in 2017, I finally got my license, and then as I transitioned the sale of my other business, I kind of just made sure I had everything in order to become an agent. Um, I got both my licenses in Wisconsin and Minnesota. Just kind of had all my marketing, some of my marketing materials, and that's about it. So 
as someone who sort of cut their teeth in the construction business and you've done pretty much everything it sounds like to build a house can you walk into a house especially like a maybe 20 year old house or something like that and say okay I can see where maybe it's starting to show where where a lot of people would be able to I mean do you find that helpful when you're going through that type of thing? I think so. I think that in my business, I think being a realtor, people are scared of a liability right. to talk to people and to point out something. Like, everybody's scared. Yeah. Right. Right? And I don't know. I, I kind of come at this business with common sense. Okay. <laughs> right. If I see something, I'm going to let them know. But I guess I do agree. I think that looking, having my knowledge in construction and coming and looking at a home, I can, not that I can see anything that normal people can't see, but I focus on that versus the cosmetics, the sure. colors. Yeah. And that's what seem, people seem to like look at first. But yes. I'm looking to see if there's cracks in the walls, if there's cracks in the foundation, you right. know, making sure that the lighting's not knob and tube if it's an older house. There's mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I'm looking for Thanks. the stuff that I think is going to be very pertinent to my clients um, going forward with an offer. So yeah. stuff the average person would kind of wouldn't be able to see. You can pick that stuff out. And say okay, they might overlook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a great color, but you got the knobs and tubes. That you <laughs> yeah, gotta take, right. So or the crack in the wall. Or yeah, the crack in the wall. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know. Ben was also a veteran, so thank you for your service. Yes, yeah, thank um, you, Ben. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that, how you got into the services and what, and I know what service you're in, but tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I joined the, the Marine Corps in the year 2000. I was going to college, and I almost joined right out of high school, and I just I chose not to. I went to school for mechanical engineering, and after two years of school, I was about to transition to part of my double major program that I got accepted into, and I just had this feeling that I wanted to go do it. And <laughs> I just made the decision one day, and I left two weeks later for boot camp. <laughs> well, where was boot camp? Boot camp was in San Diego, oh, California. Oh, yeah. That's a nice place to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except for you don't really get to enjoy it during yeah. boot camp. Would you do it over again? I would do it a no. hundred times. Yep. Why not? Well, sorry. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a good question. I just it's I guess there's lots of reasons why, but the camaraderie, the people that I met, and just the life lessons that I continue to have every day. Just get up, tie your shoes, get out there and make things happen. And, yeah, and don't let anybody get in your way. You know, it taught you a work ethic. I had a really good work ethic, but it was just one of those things that you never know how far you can push yourself. The Marine Corps showed me how far mm-hmm. I can push myself. Wow. And mm-hmm. I think that was one of the greatest things that you just go out every day. It doesn't matter how bad or good it is. You just get up and you do it again and make it better. Yeah. So you joined the Marines in 2000. How soon after that? So it must have been within a year 9-11 happened. Yep. Was that, and I know this is a real estate podcast, but the, <laughs> it, it, it probably goes to a little bit of your mindset. What, what was that like? Just give us a quick... Oh, man. For someone, because I remember that, you know, you're probably a little younger than me, but I remember when that happened, the whole country had sort of a, a real... Were you in the Marine Corps too? I was, not a, I was in mortgages that point, and boy did I want to, but I, me as a young mortgage officer, I wanted to go kill Osama Bin Laden, but yeah. you were a Marine, you must have had a... Yeah, really- life really changed on that day, I think we, I just got done with physical training, running around somewhere, yeah. <laughs> and went back to the barracks, got changed, and all of a sudden you just, everybody 
is running around base and you're like what is going on and everybody's like turn the TV on turn the news on and mm-hmm. your life I mean it's what you train for right, right? but right. it's not something that you think it's, it's ever really going to happen, gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. and then it happened and then you're I mean life so things changed pretty dramatically yeah. within the Marine Corps at that time quite a bit yes you, did you get stationed anywhere or were... I did one tour in Iraq for Eleven months in two thousand and four. Wow! Wow! Yep. You're not licensed in Iraq, though. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> was a little. <laughs> probably not the best thing over there. No. Right now. <laughs> you get it for pretty cheap. <laughs> right on. And you were also in banking, right, for a while after. Well, after the Marine Corps, what did you do? But you eventually. Which was worse, Iraq or banking? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a tough one. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I kind of done a lot of things. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Which is a great, Which I think, a great, a great realtor. Real you know, yeah. um, but being in the banking world, I mean, after I joined the Marine Corps, or after I got out, I should say, I actually went back to college and got my degree. My wife made me do that. <laughs> <laughs> But in the meantime, um, I had my own flooring company for about two years, finished my degree, then I sold copiers, of all things. I was back in like, kind of the economy had really kind of crashed after 2007, eight, and there just really wasn't a lot of jobs. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I did that for a while, and then I joined U.S. Bank, and I worked for U.S. Bank for like seven years. And I really liked it. I started off in business banking, and did some commercial business lending at that with them and then got out and started my own business, a franchise called Cheers Pablo. (laughs) And did that for three or four years and then I became a realtor and I've been doing that for now seven years. Wow, so yeah, (laughs) Ben's not changing because he would have changed by now. I I was gonna say, (laughs) he found his Yeah, I found it, I found it. (laughs) You found your passion in real estate. No, everything kind of, it's funny how your career can kind of find you and it sounds like that's what happened and now everything you've done has kind of led up to it, so that's fantastic. It's dynamic. It's dynamic. It's dynamic. <laughs> dynamic. Well, I'm glad we didn't, and speaking of that, I'm glad we didn't do this podcast yesterday because the word of the day yesterday <laughs> was chlamydia. And <laughs> 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 I still don't know. I, didn't, I never read it. How does your brain so. work sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but back to the podcast. <laughs> your wife's going to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Actually, your wife, she, no, Dana. You know, she's got a very, she's got her super interesting. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just going off on tangents today. I apologize. But she, I'm, I'm fascinated by by Ben and his, and his uh, wife. She's a toxicologist for 3M. Did yes. you know that, Ben? I did. <laughs> but that's another field that fascinates you. We will get her in for the sequel. And, yeah. But she sounds like a, a dynamic personality as well. Yeah. But Brad, I interrupted you. What were you saying? No, yeah, we should keep going with Ben's family. He's a, a father and a husband. He has three kids, right, Ben? Three kids. Yeah, yep. Three kids. Della, Cora, and Vinny. 15, 12, and 9 years old. So busy. Yeah, busy, busy. Yeah. So Ben can relate to a lot of people. And the people that have kids, it seems like, make really good agents as well because you know all the the things that families need yes. <laughs> before kids, during kids, and after kids. Yeah. How about the market? What are you seeing right now? Here we sit, December, no, November 30th, right? 30th. 30th, yeah. Yeah, 2023. I know it's changed a little bit. But. Yeah, it's been a, it's dynamic. <laughs> I don't think that's the right yeah. word for our... We don't know. Uh, for the market right now, ever-changing. Ever-changing. Yeah, yeah. Very volatile, maybe. Very volatile. You know, it just seems like 
since the middle of summer it just with the rising interest rates yeah. it's just you are taking away so much buying power from our buyers that we're so used to 10, 15 years of you know three to four percent interest rates people could bank on that like this right. is what we're going to do and this is how much it's going to cost us and they knew it was going to be around this much yeah and then when it just creeped up so fast yeah. that it was really hard for somebody to say hey i'm losing Fifty to a hundred thousand dollars of buying power. Yeah. yeah. So it really changed. Uh, people took a step back, looked at what they were wanting, what they didn't want, and they just be kind of came pickier. Yeah. You know, where before I could tell you, I could put a house on the market on Friday, and I guarantee you it's going to be sold yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. No matter where the house was, it could have been <laughs> oh, right, ten right. buck two, and it was going to sell. Do you think with that sort of significant drop in affordability and people sort of exiting the market, do you think? The flip side of that is there's also some opportunity there where people, if, I mean, we all remember back in 2020, 2021, we had clients who just couldn't, I mean, they couldn't win a house. They, yeah, you know, you want to 20, 30 offers on a house and they were trying to overpay and everything. They just couldn't get it. And now it's, it seems like if people are willing to put up with high rates for a little while, they're able to negotiate better on houses. They can maybe get... They can actually get an appraisal or an inspection done, maybe even get some seller concessions. So there's some opportunity now for that where there wasn't before. I think the last month I have four, maybe five closings in December now. And every one of them, besides the homes that I have listed that are selling, have had all my buyers have offers that were accepted below market, below asking on every single one of them. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's lots of, you know, but that's kind of like a normal time of the season for right. it to maybe happen. What was the most dramatic price concession or was it, did it come down 5,000, 10,000? I would say the biggest price drop we had was 35,000. Oh, wow. That's a lot of money. So, you know, you go and buy a car. <laughs> but I read a stat the other day where almost two thirds of the transactions now have some type of seller concessions in them, whether it's uh, almost all the new constructions do, it seems like now, but. Well, yeah, where we were not having inspections, we weren't having seller paid closing costs, yeah. all of that stuff was kind of going out the window, mm-hmm. yeah. which is scary for people. It is scary. Right. All that's back on the table. Yeah, which right? is great. Inspections <laughs> are happening. Yeah, which is exactly, it's, I don't know if it's sad, <laughs> but it was a scary time for a lot of sellers that were just coming in and for buyers and having yeah. to like, yeah. they looked at the house for 20 minutes and yeah. they had to make an offer right then. Mm-hmm. Otherwise they weren't going to get a chance at it. Yeah. I suppose when your clients with your background, you could kind of say, oh, you know, you, you can almost do an inspection, like a mini inspection that you're showing. You say, yeah, I'm probably going to need a new water heater or a new uh, Johnson rod or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the tubes and twigs and berries, or what was the tubes and knobs? Knob and tube. That's an electrical tube. term. Yeah. By the way, I'm Twins starting my own home inspection. Yes. Uh, <laughs> get you get your card. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, uh, but that is off air next. <laughs> the FCC. I just got a text from the FCC. <laughs> Could this be for? I don't yeah. know. Howard Stern is hired. Yeah. <laughs> Get a raise. <laughs> uh, would you put my coffee? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's interesting. That's great to hear you say you have four or five closings in December because just like in our industry, the people 
that actually work, like uh, get up and tie their shoes in the morning, like you said. Like there's bit there, the economy's still moving, business is still happening. Yeah. Seven right. out of the ten, six out of the ten people aren't, but there's still those thirty to thirty-five percent of the economy that's moving because they they can. They're not, they don't have multiple offers now, or life's happening. So the market's far from dead. It's just different. Yeah. yeah it's just a shift, and a shift. I think we'll see. A, I think we're uh, on tap for another shift. It sounds like the Fed is probably done raising interest rates, and we're expected to see the rates have actually come down quite a bit. Yeah, rates were down about if you're a veteran, you can get maybe in the fives. There you go. <laughs> Low yeah. yeah, but I think we've, we've peaked now with rates above 8, 8% a few weeks ago. Now we're down, we're almost back down to 7%. We, I just saw we're back down about 7 and 8 for conventional, yeah. for conventional financing, yeah. So, and I think it sounds like the forecast is for that to keep going down through the sixes and into the fives over the next 24 months. So it looks like the pendulum's going to swing back again a little bit here. Maybe in the summer we're going to start to see more of a hot market so would you say if that's on the horizon maybe it's good for people to get in this winter get pre-approved and start their search and because it could we could see a frenzy again if yeah. rates get much yeah i hate to say i mean I, everybody is supposed to pull out a crystal ball in this industry and mm-hmm. tell you what we think and what and it's hard to say if i was to make a prediction i would i would agree with everything you just said i don't know if I'm hoping that you're right with 24 months. Maybe it's sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an election year next year, yeah. this coming up year. Yeah. So that's going to have a big effect on, on interest rates. Yeah, uh, it sure. does. But yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are just coming to grips with the fact that these interest rates are this high right now. Where are they going to get the money from? How how much money do they want to spend on a mortgage? Yeah. And I think this spring is going to be a pretty hot market comparatively over the last couple months right yeah but I think it's something that's going to really change I think people are going to start making moves again you know once school gets out the summer should be hopefully a really good time for people to think about moving or just getting ready to do it but I think starting early is always a great thing like yeah. you said understand your financing what you can do at the interest rates now so if they do come down you know your buying power goes up yeah. and if you have a house to sell start getting it ready now because before when you could sell anything and not do anything to it, it's a little bit different. People yeah. want to have a house that's clean and neat, and yeah. you know you're getting back to people painting and doing things to the house prior to putting it on the market. What, yeah. What's the biggest thing for sellers you're seeing that they just don't know they have to do in order to get their house ready to sell? Is there one or two things that they <laughs> just don't do or don't can't believe they have to do? <laughs> No, well, I mean, I think in the last couple of years, they haven't had to do a lot because right? Right. people are going to buy it no matter what. But I think anything, right? Decluttering, yeah. fresh coat of paint. Right. If you know that your flooring is old, you know, and it's dirty and it needs to change it. Those three things can yeah. change the complete look of a home so right. quickly and easily. You must have nice floors in your house. Yeah. <laughs> Did I mention I have three kids? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're in that young stage. Any pets? Uh, no, not anymore. Not any, okay. Nope. Right on. Well, that that saves your floors. Yes. You know a little bit. So, do you think you and I could beat Michelle at golf if we took her best score on every hole versus her one? Never. Not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> She could not spot us. Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> I don't even know. Ten strokes, and we still won't even come close to people. Oh, Brad. Uh, do Ali and Michelle ever play against each other for fun? No. <laughs> no. no. Not for fun. How about your kids? Are any your kids going to be golfers? Uh, I don't think so. 
No. My son. My son is. Allie takes my son out, and she says he's really good. And he's nine. He's nine. So he's. That's right when you start getting good at that kind of thing, right? Uh, where you start picking it up, and it's not just. I don't know. I don't he's, know. But he's, I start. He's a very on. athletic kid. He's good at everything, but he just he just focusing on something is a, the hardest thing for oh. a nine year old. I think. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, Michelle says they're very talented. So. Yeah. Sure, we'll be watching on the plan for the twins someday. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Here we go. Yep. We'll Little hot stove baseball conversation. Hot stove. Yeah. Wow. Twenty two minutes. Time flies. You're having fun. Well, thanks for coming today, Ben. Will you come back for another one? I will. Yeah. Seven Depends more, on the word of the day. Well, you got to If it has it. anything to do with an STD. You got to bring Dana back. I got. I'm a big CSI fan. I've got a lot of questions for <laughs> yeah. true crime podcasts. I got. I mean, we got to figure some things out. So please bring her back. Yeah. I've got a, a list of questions. How about if someone wants to uh, call you to have you list their home or help you find one to buy? How would they get a hold? How would they get a hold of you? Cell phone. I have a website, cell phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to share. Yeah. Yeah. I can give. It's six five one eight zero eight three six four four is my cell phone number just like you guys you guys answer your phones no matter what so I'm here 24-7 for my clients those are answering those are answering service if not yeah next time we'll have video for Ben we have video coming up oh awesome (laughs) (laughs) thanks for coming yeah thank you very much you've been warned (laughs)